You're listening to The Bunker New York, live on Red Bull Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. We are live from Detroit. Uh, the week continues. We're going to be here every weekday from 7 to 8 p.m. with some of our favorite Detroit artists. Uh, today we're here with special guest Looky Looky, which is a new project from Jeffrey's Fire and Ian Clark. Welcome, guys. Hi. Hello. They're going to be uh, playing their live, looks like all hardware set, uh, a little later on. Uh, we're going to have them answer a few questions here first. Um, so how... How did this project start? Like you're both, Ian, you've been doing Perspex and Lacar. Jeffrey's been known as a Detroit DJ for years and years, and this is this is brand new. How did this come about? Uh, well, I moved back from Berlin to America, and um, ended up in Detroit after a couple months in California. And uh, Ian and I just started hanging out and. Uh, I think you asked me if you well, were. Well, yeah, we we'd known each other before, and uh, him coming back to the states uh, kind of coincided with me. Um, like I was in between uh, projects because I had just done the Z Dark Park thing. Oh yeah, with, with Ron Zacharin, uh, and that was kind of like you know, it sort of stagnated. And uh, you know, I'd known Jeffrey prior to like he used to go to Oslo to the IT shows, and I you know I just I knew him as like a, a fan and you know a friend, you know. But we yeah. were we were at the time, you know, it was just kind of like a you know not like a close friendship. Right. You knew of each other. You knew right. each other. Yeah, Everybody yeah. kind of knows each other in Detroit. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it's yeah. pretty tight knit. <laughs> but no, he uh, and then him moving back also right right around the time that he moved back, the Sapphire record came out. And that kind of took everybody by surprise. Such a because, sick record. Yeah, it's an incredible record. You know, <laughs> and I mean, like, I know a lot of, uh, I know, I have, I know a lot of DJs and musicians, and I know a lot of, you know, I, I I'm not gonna say a lot. That, you know, just because someone's a good DJ doesn't necessarily mean they can like make a good track. Oh yeah, and, for sure, and vice versa. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so I just, I, I, you know, I heard that, and Jeff's kind of a modest, unassuming guy. And like I was just, I was so blown away by the track. I just called him up. I think like right after I heard it, and I'm like, "Hey, who's producing your next record?" Yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to wrap my head around that. That's your voice, yeah, Jeffrey, right. on that song. <laughs> and then when I did, I was like, "Oh my god, that's Jeffrey singing." Mm -hmm. That's me. So yeah, I mean, so that you know, that was like the part of it. And then we started just kind of like, you know, sort of like, not really, you know kind of just like making stuff in the studio you know it wasn't really going anywhere but then we both separate well we both went to the first honcho camp out uh, which okay. was in 2015 yeah and uh like it was like so amazing such a wonderful thing that it kind of like it was like a creative spark for us we were like well why don't we you know because we'd sort of you know i don't want to say we like hit a wall but you know it wasn't real you know we were just kind of like trying to like build something in the studio yeah we were just figuring out how we would work together in the studio right it was more just getting used to workflow and you know yeah and so like you know we were we had such a great time at the camp out we were like we should do this as a live project you know like a live act and do the next one at you know the next Tancho camp out and so that's how that started and that's kind of like 
It was also kind of like me reconnecting with a, another way of working, which was like how I did it, like when you know Adam and I were in the car, which is like we would like make a live set because it's a good way to build up like a body of work right you know as opposed to just like trying to write songs in the studio and so like we you know we would get together like make like a track a week you know in like the months leading up to the camp out so that we could have a live set and before we knew it we had like eight an eight song live set and yeah. You know. And then that became the Bandcamp album, basically. Yeah, basically, Is yeah. That why? I'm, I'm curious why just putting it right out there on Bandcamp as opposed to shopping it around the labels, or did you shop well, it around we, the labels? Yeah, or? We, we did. Uh, you know, um, Dark Entries, who's putting out the, like, the edits, uh, like, they were, they were, he was on board, like, you know, from the beginning. I'm but sure, I, think, yeah. I think it was just a... It was like a communication thing. It was more of a time thing. We wanted it to right, come out immediately yeah, yeah. so we could start being like, here's our music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Book it, us. Yeah, because <laughs> that's that's a good way to do it. You know, it. when everyone and was like, oh, I have a one-year lead time. I'm that's like, I don't want to wait a year. I want to make another album in a year. Right. You know? yeah. yeah, I have a lot of friends with, like, an album that's been submitted to a label and two more done, and the first album hasn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. not, it's not uncommon. It's and just... when you make music, it's like when something comes out a year later that you made a year before, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, we're so much better now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was it. it yeah. was, you know, just that we wanted to get it out there. So the Honcho Campout was the very first live appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we, you... wrote, we wrote that whole album for that stage in the woods, you know, it was like the late night woods dance floor area, and it was just like in the middle of the woods. And we we're the whole time we were writing that album, I was just imagining that view into the woods with everyone dancing. Right. And it was like campfire in the background. Yeah, it was incredible when we finally got there and we're setting up. And I was like, oh my God, this is it. This yeah. is the view. We wrote this whole, the whole year's worth of work was for this moment. It was. Pretty cool, and that the Hancho Campout was is men only, right? Or it used they're changing yeah. it this year? That one was, yeah. The first two were because it it wasn't so much that the 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 campout was men only. It was just the the resort, the Ro- resor- yeah. Roseland Resort in West Virginia, which it's gorgeous, you know. Uh, is you know has a men only you know yeah. policy because it's clothing optional and you know there's like it's been around for thirty years. Yeah, it's, a long, it's yeah, it was around way before we were. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or I mean and, before Honcho was. <laughs> and I saw you guys. I mean, speaking of gay campouts, I, I we were all at the Gays Hate Techno right. campout. That was an incredible set, and that was I mean, that was my first time there. I've, I personally found that whole situation very inspiring as well. Yeah, just such a I don't know freaky gathering of like Carlos curating music and like I would say some like somewhat unassuming crowd being hit with some crazy crazy shit that they weren't expecting it's very cool yeah it it, yeah not to say that my expectations were low because they weren't but it exceeded them (laughs) it was really fun it's fun in that setting I think you know when you have you're just there at this location and you're not stressed about like where the other party is or what yeah. else is going on around town. I love campout festivals for this reason. It's just small ones. Everybody's <laughs> there. You don't have to wonder where your friends are, totally. what other parties are going on. Like everyone's there. Everyone's staying there. Yeah. It's a different it's a different kind of energy than a party in a city. Um let's see what else I wanted to ask you. So Ian, you d- you did Perspex for a long time was mm-hmm. basically a solo project, right? It was a solo project, yeah. So you were in a band, you had a solo project and now you're in a band again so i was just wondering how, how it feels to collaborate again what are the new challenges and also advantages to working um, with another person the uh, for me there's more advantages just because i 
you know, I've done the like solo thing for a long, long time. Uh, but I'm, I'm also like not as prolific because, you know, there's something about collaborating. Like I get things done faster. Right. You know, if, I, if it's just me, like in my bathrobe working on something, I'll take like two years to work on it. Right. You know? And I would imagine for the live set, it seems like a lot of my favorite live electronic projects are at least two people. There's something magic, I feel, that happens with two people on stage mm -hmm. performing with machines that just doesn't seem quite possible with one person. Right. Well, one person could do it, but, you know, you'd have to automate everything. And then what do you do? Pump your fists, dance around, you know, like this is <laughs> it, like, this is like, we're like sweating, like this could come apart at any minute. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Jeffrey's uh, got a binder with his notes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, pictures of the synthesizers and what to put all the knobs to, but um, yeah, it's fun. Keeps so you on your toes. Yeah. So I saw you at the record store in San Francisco, and then you've done these two campout gigs. Have mm -hmm. you done other gigs of note or things coming up? Uh, things coming up. Yeah. There's well, today obviously. Yeah. We're also doing uh, the club toilet after party. Right. Uh, at the Manjo's complex this Saturday. Which is um, pretty notorious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, it's yeah. Um, we're playing at Panorama Bar for. Oh yeah. Um, CSD. You know the Berlin Pride. Right. Uh, they call it CSD, but it's Christopher oh, it's Christopher Street. Street. Christopher yeah, yeah. Street. Days, when yeah. is that? Um, July, July twenty twenty something, twenty second. Yeah. So yeah. we'll be playing with. Um, I know Disco Dromo is playing after us. Um, oh wow! Yeah, you know all the panorama of our residents. That was a pretty cool thing. Um, it's a we pretty just, okay gig. Pretty okay. Yeah, panorama bar on Pride weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be all right. No big deal. A um, couple people will show up. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else do we have? We have the the Honcho Boat Party. Honcho Boat Party for Pittsburgh Pride. Oh, nice. Um, we just got booked the other day to play a party in San Francisco for Dory Alley. For Yeah, up your alley. Um, and are cool. you guys doing things here in Detroit live or DJing or otherwise? What's, what's going on here? Um, yeah, you know, I do the Macho City Party, which is kind of monthly. Um, and so I do that locally and you know play here and there and then uh i think we were kind of just wanted to club toilet to be our premiere our debut in detroit yeah that makes sense yeah um, you know the other thing is is that there's a this is a music town there's you know i, I work kind of in the rock and roll world also yeah, you were saying like, at the pressing plant and various studios yeah and like you know there's like uh i didn't want to like you know i know a lot of people like that play every week you know, and like they let yeah. all their friends in, you know, and it's just like, that's not the model that, you know, it's like the, I, I kind of like want to leave them like wanting. It stops you know? feeling special. I mean, we used right. to do the bunker every week for years and years. And after a while, it just, it just loses something. You can't yeah. really, you can only rally all your friends every so often to come yeah. out. <laughs> so if we play rarely, it's like a fever pitch build. And, yeah. You know. Okay. So, uh, and the 12, the 12 inch on dark entries, do you know when that's coming out? July? Um, it's like end of June, I think. It's supposed to coincide with uh, a, like Pride or a Pride event. Yeah. Having. Yeah, I think Josh posted on Facebook that he was releasing four or five in mm -hmm. June for Pride and then nine in July. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Does that guy sleep? I Yeah, good question. <laughs> Doesn't he seem must. Like he does. He gets a lot of work done. Okay, so I guess stay tuned for their album on Darkest Entries, and that's going to be kind of reworks of tracks from the album? Yeah, yeah, they're like longer DJ edits of four of the eight tracks. 
cool and catch these guys on the road and um anything else you want to shout out before we get into the live set i don't know is there anything else you wanted to say um thanks for thanks thanks for having jeffrey's parents who are here taking photos and hanging out Just, uh, yeah, thanks for having us. And yeah, of course. Thank you for being here. So uh, we're here until 8 o'clock, and these guys are going to play live. And then stay tuned to Red Bull Radio, where we have interdimensional transmissions with Marcellus Pittman coming up at 8 o'clock. But with that, I think we're going to be starting the live set here in a minute. You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. You're listening to Red Bull Radio.
Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. We're listening to Looky Looky Live. Got about five minutes left here, taking us to the end of the hour when Interdimensional Transmissions takes over with special guest Marcellus Pittman. And uh, speaking of Interdimensional Transmissions, check out all the parties that The Bunker and IT are doing together this weekend in Detroit. The best way to get all the download on that is to go to interdimensionaltransmissions.com. Click on that Return to the Source banner at the top, and you'll see uh, everything we're up to this weekend. Uh, Thanks for joining us. We will be back tomorrow and Friday. Tomorrow we have Scott Zacharias, and Friday we have Mike Servito. And again, stay tuned for Interdimensional Transmissions with Marcellus Pittman. This is The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. Thank you.